Thank you for joining me for another episode of Spiritual Prism, where we discuss everyday issues through the prism of God's Word. I've titled today's discussion, Throwing Stones. Because in the society we live in nowadays, it's so easy for people to point out others' wrongs or misdoings and completely ignore their own. I'm not saying this like it's anything new. I just think it's easier for people to do it nowadays with all the social media that we have out there. It's easy to sit there like an armchair quarterback and pick out the issues that other people may have and have a total disregard for our own. And I'm sure we're all guilty of doing this at some point or another. But it's not how Jesus intends for us to act. We shouldn't be looking around picking on other people's flaws or mistakes or whatever it may be. What we really should be doing is looking in the mirror and having introspect on ourselves, Because we all have our issues. And nobody wants other people telling them about their issues, really. Or condemning them for something that they've done. When they know that the person condemning them has the same issues, and if not the same issues... They have issues of their own that need to be dealt with. With that being said, I want to get for the supporting scripture that I'm going to use for today, which comes from John chapter 8, verses 1 through 11. And it says, Jesus returned to the Mount of Olives, but early the next morning he was back again at the temple. A crowd soon gathered and he sat down and taught them. As he was speaking, the teachers of religious law and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in the act of adultery. They put her in front of the crowd Teacher, they said to Jesus, this woman was caught in the act of adultery. The law of Moses says to stone her. What do you say? They were trying to trap him into saying something they could use against him. But Jesus stooped down and wrote in the dust with his finger. They kept demanding an answer. So he stood up again and said, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. Then he stooped down again and wrote in the dust. When the accusers heard this, they slipped away one by one, beginning with the oldest, until only Jesus was left in the middle of the crowd with the woman. Then Jesus stood up again and said to the woman, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Jesus gives us the perfect example of casting stones. Can you imagine being this woman? She was caught in the act of adultery, which is bad enough. But then they decide that they're going to bring her in front of a crowd of people and convict her of the sins that she's done so far as to stone her to death, all the while knowing in their hearts that they were sinners just like her as well, only their sins hadn't been told in front of everybody, and the fingers weren't being pointed at them, but they were sure ready to point those fingers at someone else. So they point the finger at her and decide they're going to bring her in front of Jesus, and then they'll get their conviction that they're looking for, which is to stone her to death. And by getting Jesus to convict her, they can also point the finger at him as well, which was their ultimate goal here. I love what Jesus does here. He knows their heart. He knows why they have this poor woman in front of him. And he knows that she's a sinner also. But he also knows that they're all sinners as well. So what does he do? He doesn't say anything. He goes back to doing what he's doing. And then they just keep on badgering him, demanding an answer. So after letting them stew a little while, Jesus stands up and just puts the kibosh to their plan. And he says, All right, but let the one who has never sinned throw the first stone. I'm sure a gasp and then a round of silence went across the crowd as they looked at one another, saying, Oh, does that person know what I've done? I can't throw the first stone because someone else might know that I've done that and then I'll be the one that they're pointing the finger at. So Jesus has essentially convicted them all of their own sins and made them look in the mirror at themselves. 
And as the crowd sits there and contemplates it, they one by one start to disappear until no one's left except Jesus and the woman. Now again, can you imagine what's going through this woman's head? I'm sure when they brought her in front of Jesus, she thought for sure she was going to be stoned to death. She was probably crying and in tears. I can only imagine the distress she was under. And now it's just her and Jesus. And I'm sure she's standing there staring down at him, drawing in the dust, thinking about what she had done and thinking in her mind, what happens now? Because I'm guilty and he hasn't even looked at me or said a word to me. So I'm sure as Jesus starts to stand, a panic probably comes across her going, okay, here it comes. Then Jesus finally looks at her and I believe with a compassionate smile on his face, says, where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord, she said, probably with a trembling voice and fear still overwhelming her. Then Jesus looks at her and compassionately says, Neither do I go and sin no more. I'm sure after Jesus said that, she just stood there in awe, not even knowing what to think. Because when this all started, she thought it was a death sentence. She thought she was going to be stoned to death. And here, after it's all finalized and everything is said and done, Jesus says, Go your way and sin no more. I'm sure she left there convicted of her sins and feeling horrible about what she had done. But I also know that she must have had joy in her heart because Jesus gave her forgiveness for her sins. And that's ultimately what we all need is forgiveness from Jesus. It's not about those who accuse around us or point fingers at us. And it's not about pointing the fingers or condemning others. It's about turning from our own sins. And when you do see someone else sinning, it's about having compassion on them, not condemning them, because none of us can really cast the first stone. Just like Jesus said, we can't throw out stones because we're sinners ourselves. He is the only one that can free us from our sins or give us forgiveness from the sins that we've done. And this isn't a pass that Jesus gives us just to go and sin as you please, because when you love somebody, you don't want to cause them pain or bring them any heartache or anguish. The same thing happens when you're a true follower of Jesus Christ. You don't want to do the things that you used to do because you don't want to have a disruption in your relationship with the Lord. We will never be perfect and we will ultimately sin at one time or another again, but it becomes less and less. And what a blessing it is to be able to go to Jesus Christ and ask for forgiveness when you do. So in closing, I just want to say, don't go around throwing stones. Have some introspect on your own life and your own self and see how you can make yourself better and be an encouragement to those around you. Anybody can pick out other people's flaws and bring them down. Not everybody can lift them up and help them get through something they're struggling with. So be an encouragement to those around you. See how Jesus can use you. Be in prayer with him and ask, Lord, how can you use me today? And if you don't have a relationship with Jesus Christ, well, I pray that you'll start right there and come to know him as your Lord and Savior. Thank you for listening to another episode of Spiritual Prism. And until next time, I pray you'll look closely at yourself before you go around throwing stones at others.